Jim, Jim, and Jim, Jim. Hey, it's、uh, Megabomb Media. Good morning. Looking at the week in Web three and all things for digital citizens. If that's you, you're here. You're in the right place. I see today that not only am I here, CD Demisio, but I'm also joined by my co-host Riona Morgan,、uh, our friend Odd Writings. Edward Carpenter's in the house. Indefatigable was here for just a second. We've got Paige down here. Let's see if Edward wants to come up and co-host with us. We're so glad to see you here, always, sir.、Uh, Indy, we are glad to see you back. Riona, how are you today? I am doing just fine. I'm doing just fine. So, hello, everyone. I'm Riona Morgan. I'm editor in chief of Vagabond Magazine, and I'm so happy to be here with you and everyone who's listening now and in the future. Super awesome to hear your friendly, happy voice always, Edward Carpenter. Also, great to have you up on the stage, co-hosting with us today at、uh, VMGM and Web Three Writers. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How's everybody out there today? Doing excellent.、Uh, I see Bobcat has joined us. We've got Eris here,、uh, as always. VMGM and Web Three Writers. This is a conversation, you guys. If you have stuff to share, if you're a writer, if you're a reader, if you're someone interested in where blockchain and writing intersect with each other, just raise your hand. Come on up. We'll send invites out periodically. You can ignore them if you don't want to come up and talk, but you're all welcome. Odd writings. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing all right.、Uh, hello to everybody out there listening in the future.、Uh, I like to write odd things. That's my little introduction. <laughs> That was the best introduction ever. I can't stop laughing now.、Uh, Indefatigable. How about you? Hop on there and see if you can top that. I I was not sure how that was possible,、um, but I'm indie. I love、uh, tech and empowerment of people, especially writers.、Um, our stories are important, especially from the fringes. The odder, the better. <laughs> That maybe otter would be a good.、Uh, if you ever do an NFT project, George, you could do otter writings.、Um, o t o t t e r, the otter otters. O t t e r, o t t e r. That might be fun. Yeah, odd otters. I love it. That, and they and they always they speak in palindromes. Well, you guys, I see Sean is here and、uh, Musashi is here. Always glad. Someone pointed out the other day、uh, in the PageDown Discord, they were like, "Oh, this place is cool. You got Musashi and Vagabond. I see a theme going on.、Uh, we dig that theme. It's unintentional. We didn't do it on purpose, but it's there." So, looking at VMGM,、uh, Riona, is anything catching your attention this week? Anything on your radar that you're, you know, excited about or seeing? Well, yes, there actually is, and so yesterday I was running around the Vagabond Magazine Substack, and I am just overwhelmed with the amount of amazing articles that are being published lately. And so, if you are not、um, following Vagabond Magazine Substack, you definitely should, because there's so many things. There's gaming things. There's fashion things. There's 
help for writers, there's parenting things, all with the eye or focus on digital lifestyle. And so I know that that's kind of tooting our own horn a little bit, but it's really just um, amazing. And so I just wanted to to shout out to our amazing writers and our amazing community and say thank you all so much for coming. And I do have some other things later that we can talk about, but let's send it around to everybody and let them talk a little bit too. Sounds excellent. Edward, are you bringing anything to us today? No, no, I'm not, CD. I'm not uh, bringing anything. I, I actually hope I might be bringing something. Um, I've got a bit of news on the uh, the Web3 writing and publishing front. Uh, so I've just um, joined the team over at Twig as their business development manager. Um so Twig is a, I think we've had uh, someone from them on the program, maybe back when it was still Cosmos. It was um, what has come out of the Sitka World project uh, that um, I think I was uh, talking about very early on in the Meta Librarian Minutes um, as a project that I thought had really great art, really great ideas, and really great onboarding. Um, and that uh, pivoted into something bigger that was called Cosmos, and then that got renamed Twig um, because Cosmos was too close to the name of uh, a popular token. Um, so very excited to see uh, what can be done um, to kind of bring this vision of making Web3 writing more mainstream, more accessible to both writers and readers uh, and just uh, that's my big news of the week, probably. So very much looking forward to trying to get uh, maybe some people in the audience, if you're a writer, um, onboarded on that platform at some point. Um, I think it would be a great place for um, potentially Vagabond Magazine to, um, I know you guys are pretty much everywhere, uh, and I'm probably going to try to use it as a venue for some of my um, various writing projects to include the um, the arts and poetry and uh, maybe a few other things, maybe even the, the Metal Library Minutes if I get that started up again. Oh, Edward, we would love to have the Metal Library Minutes as a feature in BM. And, you know, we're going to be publishing quarterly. And, you know, if you ever want to put anything on the Substack, the Vagabond Substack, of course, you're always welcome. Anything that you have going on, whether it's with Lit or with Twig, and congratulations on that. That's amazing. Does Twig still have that awesome onboarding process? Do you know? You know, it's been so long. I think I went through that onboarding back when it was still Cosmos. Um, I think, but uh, but Sitka World is still its own um, its own thing, and I think that they still have their same process. But again, it's been literally two years since I went through that onboarding. Um, but uh, yes, they've always been one of the most kind of you know sort of innovative and story driven um, discords that I've been in, uh, and I think. Um, it's very interesting. They're uh, starting to put together um, kind of a mini nano remo um, of getting squads of writers together to try to encourage them to get their writing done um, before the platform goes live uh, sometime later this year. So if anybody's interested in joining a writing squad or um, just uh, using that as a way to um, you know, get your word count up every day, uh, it's something that um, is recommended. If you're interested, just drop me a DM or, or shoot me a note, and I'll uh, try and get you some information. Uh, 
Amazing. That is amazing stuff. And uh, we love writing squads. Uh, Musashi, we're going to get you up here, but we got T. Dylan Daniel here. Good morning, Dylan. How are you? Good morning, CD. I suppose I'm doing all right. You know, it's actually kind of funny. I was thinking uh, the other day that I should reach out to the, the Sitka world slash Cosmos people. And uh, it turns out that now Edward is one of them. So, hi, Edward. Let's talk. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a, a great idea. And sorry, it looks like my voice is getting uh, very scratchy. I'm running on very little sleep these days, but I'm um, trying to get better at that. Well, we hope you feel better. We hope your voice improves and doesn't feel scratchy, even if it sounds scratchy. Uh, Musashi, how are you? Doing great. How are you doing? Happy to be here. Do you guys ever have that uh, that urge to like answer people? When they, <laughs> when they when they rhetorically say uh, how you do it, I, I feel like that could be like a very funny sort of skit. Like if you had the right people do it, they're like, how you doing? And like, oh, my my throat's scratchy. My uh, hair is standing on end. I don't know. All kinds of funny stuff you could say. Dude, I've actually thought about committing to, you know, when you walk down the street, somebody says, hey, how you doing? And they don't expect you to answer. Most of the time they don't care to hear <laughs> unless you're in like a small town where they actually stop and they face you and they look at you and they expect the answer back i'm gonna start doing that to, especially to the people that are not expecting the answer back <laughs> i i hope uh, <laughs> you, you need to get a drone so you can film it you know so you can actually get those reactions or hey you could get a pair of these awesome meta Ray-Bans that I have, and you could just wear those and do it and record their reaction directly that way. Uh, Odd Writings, you're going to save us from this conversation. I see your hand up. Go ahead. Um, actually, I'm going to lengthen uh, this conversation and <laughs> force it upon you to say that I actually tried that as a strategy for telemarketers. So I'd get a phone call and they'd say, oh, hello, how are you doing? And I could tell immediately it was a telemarketer, right? So then you go off, you start talking and talking and talking and talking and talking, and eventually they hang up. Now, I don't do that anymore because nowadays they have, you know, people that will record your voice and then they'll, they can use that to imitate your voice. So that's, it's no longer a wise thing to do over the, over the telephone, but uh, just wanted to throw that out there. Wait a minute. So you're saying they have things that record your voice and then imitate your voice. Aren't we in danger of that? here with elon musk and all of everything that he's doing is aren't we in danger of him creating deep fakes of all of us and just getting rid of the web3 writers and, and replacing us with versions of ourselves that he's created yeah 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 we are actually Joy. but of course that's going to be the that's going to be the case i think with any of these social network uh you know audible things Hey, uh, speaking of that, yesterday we did our first uh, test on Abura, which is run through Warpcast. It was fun. It was cool. Um, you know, we just did like a 30-minute test, and then we got off the phone and uh, – or got off the the call. I, I want to say we got off the space. That's what it was. And we got off the space, and it was totally fun, and it worked. But I don't know that it's going to be ideal, so we're going to keep doing these spaces on X for a while because we love you guys coming and being here and having access to us. But George, you made a great suggestion that maybe we could transition to Zoom 
And that way we would have the video of it as well. People could come. We could just like post the link to the Zoom calls and people could come in there and they wouldn't have to show their face if they didn't want to. But I don't know. What are you thinking of that, guys? Edward, go ahead. So when you said it wasn't ideal, <clears throat> besides the fact that um, I wasn't uh, didn't log on because I thought that we were actually doing it today at this same time, but was it just uh, not enough um, participation or was it uh, something technical? Well, everyone that we invited had to, first of all, pay, you know, the, the nominal amount with Warps, um, which is the Farcaster. They had to pay to get the app if they wanted to come on and speak. You could listen to it later, but we, it's it didn't have like the same sort of like open participation that we have here where like, you know, we can see Bobcat and Daniel Creed down there. We an authored style just showed up and we can invite them up on the stage and without them having to jump through any hoops to do it. And the problem was that we we weren't able to do that yet on Abura. But it the audio sounded really good. The format was good. The recording that it made later sounded good. Um, so all of that. So it's something that we're going to keep exploring. But the other side of that, too, is we realize that we're all working in different time zones around the world. And so here's something for all of you guys. And I'm looking at you, authored style. And also, you know, at Edward in Australia, um, we're thinking maybe Web3 writers, we should start having multiple hosts and multiple time zones running these so that more people can get involved. And then, you know, maybe once a month we do what George said and like have a big Zoom call where we all talk and, and share and everything else. I, that could be really cool. But uh, wouldn't it be cool to have authored style hosting Web3 writers? I think that would be cool. Edward, go ahead. Yeah, I would definitely say that um, uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm looking to do is try to improve my quality of sleep. And so it would make a lot more sense for me to start hosting something kind of in Asia Pacific. Uh, and then dropping in on a much more occasional basis to a um, something that's kind of multi-time zone, as opposed to uh, really throwing the schedule off um, by trying to um, to get up or stay up um, for these. So from a health perspective, I would definitely uh, say that that might be a, a good thing for, for some people. Well, and, uh, you know, the downside of that, for me is I love recording these and then sharing them later through um, through the VM podcast channels. Um, and so the downside of that would be I don't want to show up for every space and, and record them all. But I think if you guys wanted to host, we could pretty easily show you how the recording process works. We could figure that out and that would probably make it pretty cool. But um, Edward, think about a time that you would like to do that, like a, that works specifically for you. and. Same thing for anybody else. If you'd like to host your own Web3 writers, we would love to facilitate that with you and to be part of it and to have you doing that. So reach out if that's something that you want to do uh, through me, Riona, um, Cryptoversal, like just, just you know, reach out to us all. Go ahead, George. I just wanted to add that one of the reasons that uh, we've been thinking about this is is uh, it's we want to get on as, as many social network platforms as possible because that way we can you know gain a different audience or gain a gain a larger audience so we, so we might have you know something here on on x twitter uh but we could also have something on mastodon something on lens something on threads something you know all, all these kind of all, all these different places and then try to gain uh, gain uh, more people and spread the word about uh writing on web3 
Yeah, and it's not just about gaining audience. It's also about building community, too. Like, we know that there are plenty of other Web3 writers out there who are sharing the same struggles and going through the same things and, and figuring out cool stuff that we're not figuring out. And all of us together end up being so much more powerful and stronger. And, you know, if you did listen to some of that call yesterday, I saw George's summary of it. And, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on about publishing and about, you know, people coming together um, to do publish Web3 publishing stuff and onboarding together. So it's really it's a cool idea. Um, speaking of which. Cryptoversal Books is here. He's a guy who has tons of cool ideas. We're so glad you made it, man. We don't see you every time, but um, hopefully that will change. How are you? Hey, CD. Uh, a little bit under the weather today, but uh, had to crawl out of bed to uh, get into the space because I know I missed the last one. And uh, I don't want to miss all the, the talking to all you lovely people and uh, getting all the news and what everyone is doing. So. Happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. And uh, just a quick technical note. Uh, this is VMGM and Web3 Writers this week. Uh, I'm actually feeling a little under the weather, too. I think I may have picked something up. But uh, I just put Web3 Writers on there. And I think that's okay. Today we'll, and this week, we'll just do Web3 Writers. And, and that's it. VMGM. If we have VMGM notes, we can we can mention those in Web3 Writers this week. and. This is this, that is that. <laughs> Someone please rescue me. Talk. So, well, I can anyone... go ahead, Rihanna. I just wanted to say it's so wonderful. I, I love looking and seeing all of our, our friends here in the space and that there's some new faces and CD. And I like to always recommend and Edward too. all of us, you know, run around and make friends with everyone and follow everyone and see what they're doing and see what their projects are so that we can all rise together and lift together. I, I want to um, invite um, Musashi up and let him talk a little bit about some things they've got going on. If you would like to, if now's the appropriate time, I know that we've been having uh, some conversations here and there. And so it would be wonderful to to hear about that. And then Cryptoversal, I know you've got some great things going on. And so please, please jump in and, and share around so that we can all know what everyone is working on. And into the silence, I'll just throw a question to the group. Um, is anybody still uh, writing or publishing on T2 these days? I know um, we did the contest back in December. Um, that worked out well. Uh, but just curious, um, I've been back to the platform. It seems a little quieter, but maybe it's because I'm not involved in a um, uh, you know month-long writing contest. Um, is anybody still working with them, publishing with them? Yes, definitely. A hundred percent. I know that they have so many amazing things coming around the bend. And I know that they've been spending a little bit of time this first quarter working on building some new things and creating some new avenues for people and writers to be involved. And so, yes, it is a thriving place. And so definitely, definitely do um, jump in and, and look around there if you haven't already. And since I'm on the mic again, I want to throw out a special hello to some team members at PageDAO. And so PageDAO has created a MediaCraft sub DAO. And 
Jason and Creed are here from MediaCraft, and they are some brilliant builders behind the scenes um, working with PageDAO. And so I just wanted to throw out a welcome and a hello and, and thank you guys for coming. And um, yeah, so I feel so excited about how amazing everything is and all of the, the, the building that's going on and the teamwork that's happening. And, and so it's, it's an amazing time to be a writer in web three. So, uh, Musashi, we're going to get you up here again. Uh, I see you requested and somehow you dropped off the stage on the way. Edward, I wanted to say though, that I'm also using T2 still. I recently started a new, um, what do they call it? The, the, like the spaces that they have the separate. Uh, so I started one on spiritual territories, territories. That's it. You know, and T2 is, is weird. It's a little bit, it's a little bit of a learning curve with it, like figuring out the territories and then paying for the territories and getting the reading points, but they do have some really fun stuff on the horizon. And it's, it's just great to see energy going into the space. That's what I, I love to see. But I have noticed the same thing that you mentioned. Not as much energy without the contest going, but there's another contest coming up. That's a little bit of alpha right there. Yeah, I was just wondering if, um, A, we there was interest in trying to do a Web3 writer's um, territory. Uh, and if not, if anybody had recommendations on territories that were, they thought, good, to me, I'm kind of starting to look at it as like the the next medium, perhaps. So I'm thinking that there's always like to look for the um, cooperation versus the competition. Um, and it looks to me like they are a a medium for Web three. On the uh, on the territories, I'd like I like to say there there is a, a particular place where you can post uh, suggestions as to which territory you think would be a good idea. And I did that uh, I guess a week and a half ago or so. Um, and then I thought of a, a second territory and I talked to uh, Wan Chu from the, from T2 and like, like Vagabond now, uh, CD now has his, uh, the religion one. I'm going to have my own uh, territory, uh, which actually I spent yesterday, a chunk of yesterday writing an article for it. And it's not out there yet. It's not, the, the territory hasn't yet been created, but it's going to be Ulipo, which, which is O-U-L-I-P-O. And that stands for, it's, it's like constrained writing and really unusual writing. And, and anyways, there's a whole history, history behind that. Um, I'm going to be the administrator for that. And um, also uh, another, another uh, territory uh, more having to do with etymologies. Uh, so uh, so that's, that's, uh, that, that's, that's happening. They're, they're, they're starting to pop up with new territories. And so, if, if, you know, definitely contact Wan Chu if you want to start your own. And she will get the necessary information from you uh, if she agrees that it's a, that that it would work. And I just want to make a quick point, George. Uh, the one that I started isn't about religion; it's about spirituality. So um, it's kind of a, a subtle difference, but there is definitely a difference there. Yeah, good to point out, Musashi. Uh, we want to hear from you. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What do you want to hear? Oh, we want to hear everything, man. Uh, Riona <laughs> called you out a little bit, uh, and we want to hear what's happened to you. What What are you doing? What What is new in Musashi world? Oh man, that must have been when 
Yeah, when Rihanna first started speaking, I couldn't hear. I had to drop off and come back in, so I totally missed my call out. (laughs) All good, all good. Yeah, um, just been silently building, uh, you know, as always. I'm like uh, uh, Out Labs, you know, they're they're in the digital ID space. Um, they're in the DAO space, DAO coordination, collaboration space. But they're really passionate about writing and started a writer's contest. So uh, really excited to see um, even just like very different communities still have that passion for writing and really putting it on the forefront of even their own projects. And that is why we wanted to call you out. Um, quick shout out. We got meta builders in the audience. Uh, and as you saw, Jason and Daniel, we got 2%, 2% Fox. Is that what it is? Um, glad to have you here, sir. All righty. I'm going to stop talking again. I want to hear from T. Dillon Daniel about what's the latest with PageDown. Well, there is quite a bit going on, man. I'll say that for sure. We're live on Cosmos. Robbie did a uh, stream last night, I I think. Um, (laughs) It may not have actually happened. Um, We've got a meeting coming up. We've got meetings all the time now. Uh, you know, it's just absolute chaos. But, you know, uh, they, there's a lot of really cool stuff happening. So good times for sure. <laughs> it's like pulling teeth in here today, you guys. Um, getting ever. I think it, maybe there's a, a virus thing going around. Hey, guess what? I went the other day and I, I swam with manta rays on the big island. My, me and my daughter went and joined some friends. We swam with manta rays and I'm not going to write about it. Uh, it has nothing to do with Web3 writers. I just figured I would throw that out there. I went and swam with manta rays at night. It was cool. That is awesome. Where, where did you do that at? Uh, Kona Coast of the big island here in Hawaii. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, they were like, they were so big. It was like, blessed. you know, yeah, they were just these like massive, gentle creatures like that just like, yeah, you know, we, we tried really hard not to touch them. They would sometimes come touch us, but, um, you know, they, they've got their skin is sort of part of their immune system, but it was really, really cool. Totally blessed to, to have that experience. Are we not supposed to touch them? That's kind of something crucial that you just said. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you're not supposed to touch them. Like their immune system is part of their immune system is this slime that like it's, we call it slime, but the, this like excretion that they have on their skin. And so the oils on our hands actually, if we touch them, the oils on our fingertips and hands actually make it wipe that um, wipe that off and make it hard for it to grow back. So it can cause problems, you know, if it happens a little bit, it's not a big deal. But if you've got a bunch of tourists in the water, of course, that's something you want to avoid. Is this more about consent, though? Because, like, you know, I've had a lot of them touch me. (laughs) You know, I I think... uh, I think maybe you should file a lawsuit. We got a couple lawyers in the audience. You should uh, you should maybe get something going on. Like, uh, not me, Mana. Definitely lawyer after this space. 
Manta Ray. Yes. Yeah. So, so <laughs> after after the space, Masashi, uh, make sure that you speak with Cryptoversal about uh, this important subject. <laughs> Meta Builders, we got you. How you doing? Hey, what's up? I just want to say hey to everybody, and uh, it's good hearing your voice, Masashi. It's been a while. Uh, and I just wanted to say I'm excited about PageDAO uh, rolling out this specific time, you know, because I was participating in before the you know, bear market hit. And, you know, we rode through it and came back round two. And being a part of this new liquidity pool has been ridiculous. Like, I've been really enjoying it. And I would suggest if anybody has any extra, you know, time and energy to put towards that, it's definitely been paying off as it pertains to like the excitement of just getting back on board with everything that's happening and the new advance, you know, new advancements on the blockchains. Like the osmosis is super easy to use and uh, really fast, cheap, and really easy to get into the LP. And I'm up like 500%. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but uh, yeah, it's really dope and I'm enjoying it. That is super dope. Yeah, 500% is beautiful. We love to hear it. Yeah, and uh, quick, quick service announcement here. If you guys do not have a Kepler wallet, get a Kepler wallet. It makes so much difference. It's easy to sign up for. It allows you to join PageDAO to participate in the osmosis and all these other things that are happening. And it's a really cool wallet that gives you all kinds of options. Plus, you know, where else are you going to keep your page? Totally. I also recommend Kepler. Um, you can use MetaMask and use a, a MetaMask Snaps too, and get into the Cosmos ecosystem. But oh my goodness, Kepler makes it so much simpler. So what really happened to our page that was on? Wasn't it on another chain previously? What chain hasn't it been on, Dylan? <laughs> I guess I'm just genuinely confused because if I have it in MetaMask on another chain, do I still have Page or do I? Not? Yeah, you still have Page. Oh, yeah, still an LP even. Uh, you know, so so Page is on like 15 blockchains, y'all. <laughs> um, it, it's on Ethereum, Polygon, Arbitrum, Optimism. I think there's another ETHL too, uh, as well. I can't remember what it was. And, and then it's on like at least a dozen different IBC Cosmos chains, uh, most notably Osmosis right now. That's where the governance and the LP um, presently reside. So if you have Ethereum on Polygon or on you know Discord or something, uh, you can withdraw that to Ethereum and then bridge it over to Cosmos and use it in the new tech stack that we've been building. But don't you lose value in that exchange? Um... I mean, you have to pay a couple of gas fees, but uh, you should actually end up with the same amount of page that you had on Ethereum. Okay, just curious. I'm, yeah, I'm a very simple person when it comes to tokens, so I'm just a poor writer. Yeah, I think the process the process was really uh, really easy, Edward. I think um, probably Dylan can point us to a, a simple tutorial, but even for me, I, I am a caveman. And it was it was pretty easy for me to bridge my my page over to get it staked for that amazing yield, and then just to have it there, you know, doing doing good. But I think you're good, you know. No matter what you do, your page is always going to be good, no matter where you have it. But there are some pretty compelling reasons to to move it over. 
Yeah, I just bought Osmosis and sent that over, I think. But uh, is that the equivalently the same, though, in terms of uh, the whole VMGM DAO thing? Oh, yeah. So that's a, that's a good point. So uh, we actually started using the DAO DAO, which is also where PageDAO has done their DAO, Cryptoversal's done their DAO, Whitney Morgan Publishing has done their DAO. VM went over and put together our DAO as well. And we're going to start getting uh, people onboarded to it. If you are a participant in our ecosystem, if you hold any of our magazines, you are welcome to be a member of the VM DAO. And we want you to be a part of it. And we want to hear your voice and we want to get you more involved. And ideally, we want to make millions of dollars for everybody who's involved. That's in an ideal world, you know, but maybe... Maybe in a realistic world, we'll make a dollar for everybody that's involved. <laughs> but still, you know, we're not going to charge you a dollar. So that's that's the win right there. Um, so I think that maybe I answered your question, Edward. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good answer. And Edward says, "Oh, with that thumbs down." down. I didn't. So could you rephrase <laughs> your question so I can answer it, or maybe get other people to answer it? I think my question was around the question of is just having optimism in your, I guess, optimism wallet, the same as having taken your page and bridged it to optimism um, for purposes of um, membership or voting power in the VMGM DAO or in the page DAO DAO, um, just a bit... Like the the token that I know most about is Lip, but it's a ERC twenty that's on only one blockchain, and it's, yeah. it's not worth anything. Yeah, but just is what it is. Yeah, if it's just uh, sitting there, then it's it's not going to be any good in any governance. Um, but what we're doing with PageDAO, the reason I'm <laughs> kind of tired today, uh, is, is that we're actually spinning up a variety of different DAOs, um, and we're looking at creating like a uh, a token uh, sort of economy here. Um, and, and so there's a lot of possibilities with this. And basically the reason that it's possible now is that we have um, the odd uh, sort of DeFi primitive uh, that we can plug into. And then there's also this really useful governance primitive called DAODA that gives us on-chain governance. And the way that this works is that you take your page tokens and you stake them into the DAO. And then proportional to your stake, you have membership. Um, and, and so this works um, on the main page now. Uh, so you can get there by going to pagedow.org and then clicking governance. Um, and then there's more information about how all of this works at pagedow.org slash docs. Um, I, I think there may even be a video there. I know uh, Robbie's done just a phenomenal job uh, putting some docs together to explain kind of, you know, how to, how to participate in this next iteration. Uh, but the upshot is that it's worth it. Um, it. It takes a little bit of work to make it happen, but... You know, this is fast on-chain governance that leaves a robust, resilient record. Um, and basically the thing is that there, um, you know, there, there's essentially uh, no overhead involved with uh, spinning up a token. Uh, so, so, you know, yes, okay, maybe we'll make money, whatever. I, I actually don't care so much about that. The thing that's more important is that you have this on-chain application that's made of the token. Um, <laughs> and this might be a little bit wheezy. Uh, but with the token or an NFT, what you have is a contract address on a blockchain, um, and that address has a list of other addresses and balances associated with those. 
Um, and, and really and truly like the, the overhead involved with spinning up this sort of database, um, whether or not you provide liquidity to it, um, which we are actually planning to build architecture to, to enable paged out community members to do, um, you know, there will be rules and stuff. Of course, we, we have to do this the right way. We don't want making securities, blah, 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 legalese, yada, yada. Um, but the thing is, um, <laughs> you know, we, we've got all this tooling now. Um, and, and we're experimenting with it. And thus far, I think it's very usable. I think it's very fast. Um, and, and really, I mean, at the end of the day, the, the question is, what can we build with it? Uh, and, and it, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm seeing less and less reason uh, that, you know, a decentralized application to contain all 100 million books that exist uh, is, is, you know, prohibited. <laughs> so so I, I think we're getting really close to uh, not only deploying some stuff that we're not really talking about so publicly yet, um, but, but also, uh, you know, building a community um, with like these new data rails that, that are just, you know, it, it's unreal uh, how functional um, the, the Cosmos SDK uh, ecosystem uh, is. And how low the costs are and how robust everything is. And I mean, just how well like these teams are thinking through the design problems that face real web for users. I mean, I, I could go on and on and on and on. Uh, also, there are delicious puns. Uh, we now have a secret partner. <laughs> Uh, so, so Secret Labs has uh, has joined PageDAO um, by funding us uh, to to build part of their uh, Q1 front end roadmap for 2024, um, and so they've issued us some secret tokens. And yes, we're allowed to talk about them, but the uh, symbol is SCRT, and it's 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 the secret token. So it's just <laughs> you know, uh, it feels like maybe I shouldn't be, you know, speaking quite this publicly about it. <laughs> it's a secret. Hey, um, so tell me this. So I, th I think my understanding is that Cosmos itself is what we now refer to as a layer zero. And, you know, with Bitcoin and Ethereum being layer one, optimism and Arbitrum being layer two, meaning, but Cosmos itself is more of a layer zero. Is that right, Dylan? Is that? Yeah, I mean, uh, layer zero, I've heard referred to both protocols and communities. And like insofar as it's a, a layer zero, like as in a community, I, I think that's 100 percent accurate. Um, you know, it, it really has, you know, because you have like Binance Smart Chain, right, which is built on the Cosmos SDK, but it's not part of the Cosmos community. And so it's not really considered Cosmos. It's not as interoperable with Cosmos as certain other chains are, um, you know, and there's not as much cross pollination there. So, so I, I think you could absolutely call it a layer zero in that sense. Um, but, you know, IBC is a protocol. And one of the big issues with the Atom token right now is that it's hard to monetize it uh, because basically what they've done is they've invented a new form of payment. You know, and, and that was a hard thing to monetize, too, back in the original Internet, if, if anybody remembers. Um, you, you know, and, and, and so, so a lot of times, uh, you know, we see this with, with technological revolutions. And, and basically, IBC is inter-blockchain communication. It's this extraordinarily robust protocol that enables people to create their own blockchains um, and make those blockchains talk to each other. Uh, so there's just this remarkable level of composability. If you don't like that, there's, um, you know, there's chains like Ethereum, there's chains like Solana you can go build on top of. Um, but, you know, it, with, um, with the Cosmos chains starting to offer multiple different chains where there's high throughput, uh, you know, and, and, and low-cost transactions available to users, um, it, it's just going to create this user experience where, 
anybody that's in one of these app chain ecosystems can suddenly sort of access technologies from all of them. And and very, very rapidly, I, I think what's going to happen is that we're going to start to see, you know, uh, a big um, onboarding of real world non-Web3 users um, specifically to the Cosmos ecosystem uh, because this modularity of the architecture uh, that these people are all building together is that much better than anything else that exists right now. Dude, I'm so happy you gave that answer. Thank you for being here so I could ask that question and get that answer. It cleared so much up for me. Now, clearing something else up, I want to say hi to E.R. Donaldson, uh, managing editor for Vagabond Magazine, author, science fiction thinker. How are you, E.R.? Hey, I'm good. Sorry for being late for all, all of today's content here. I was actually in a meeting where they were talking about uh, utilizing uh, large language models and uh, AI for healthcare and uh, uh, public health applications. So that kept me from you guys, but I'm glad I could be here. Well, we're glad that you're working on large language models for healthcare applications. So thanks for that. <laughs> you know, uh, on a related note, I got in trouble earlier. I made a joke that uh, it's not a joke, by the way, that Taylor Swift is the head of the Illuminati. And somebody on another social network got very upset with me. They were like, they were like, you're like Taylor shaming. And I didn't even know that that was a deal. But it was like I had this bulldozer essentially coming after me and people started piling on and they were like, they were like, you can't make fun of Taylor Swift. I was like, I was making a joke that she's the head of the Illuminati. And they were like, that's not funny. Um, so yeah. Cause she's like way further down on the tier list. You got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think it's the other way. I think she's, she is the head of the Illuminati and that's why they were like, Oh God, he's onto us. Careful CD. She may hear this. She hears everything. The big question is, who's the Swifty spy among us? I mean, Swift AI is everywhere. Wow. Yeah, I guess Swift. I could volunteer. I think my entire family is uh, Swifties, uh, except for me. So I'll, I'll wrap. So, uh, yeah, so I'm expecting the Swift SWAT to be, you know, showing up at my house soon. Like somebody's going to be like, there's a there's a, a problem. Go get him. Luckily, I'm not doxxed. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I am. OK, so this is kind of the fun is is the fact that we can just take crazy things like this and talk about them. So we're living in a world, you guys, where the weirdest things are happening and they're happening as if they're normal things. Edward, I have seen some of your posts lately and I'm not going to, I'm not going to address them right here, but I got to say, man, I really admire your vocalization of things when they are wrong. And the fact that you use your social media for exactly what we could all hope that social media is used for Really want to applaud you for that. And on Super Bowl Sunday, I did see that. And thank you. I appreciate that, CD. Um, yeah, it's a difficult world out there. I'm actually replying to Vitalik right now because he has a, a very optimistic post suggesting that humans are naturally good and that we're all going to be stepping off into the bright future holding a laptop, um, having started as cavemen. And I'm just like, come on, man. There's 7 billion of us on a planet that's got a carrying capacity of about 2 billion. 
and not nearly everybody is in that top one percent like everybody here is pretty much um i know sometimes we probably don't feel like we're in the top one percent of humanity uh but the fact that we have the um the bandwidth and the uh the little tool in our hand and just the time to sit down and do this uh, makes us extremely fortunate and extremely rare human beings so um always got to keep working for the little guys and girls well eight billion and just want to point out please remember vitalik just left his childhood he's 30 so of course he's going to be optimistic because he's a billionaire and he's 30 years old <laughs> so so and he's got a good on. graphic designer working for him and he's also a solar punk. You got to remember that mentality there. It's all rainbows. We're all shitting rainbows here. Unicorns and rainbows. I love Vitalik, but not as much as I love you guys. I can appreciate him, but I also recognize where we are in reality and where we're headed. And, and the Swifties out there that don't like us. Oh my God, that would be the couple, the couple for the future, right there, Vitalik and Taylor Swift. That's it. That's the meme. Swift Ethereum. When Swifty Chain. I bet it exists already. Honestly, I bet it does exist. It's on the test net right now. Does anybody does anybody remember the uh, change a little change of topic here? But does anybody remember the Nuance uh, uh, writing platform on uh, Internet Computer? I sort of remember that, George. Like that was one of the early ones when um, they had the Discover like social network, and then the, the Nuance came. I think I, I used it even a little bit, but then I stopped using ICP. Yeah, yeah. I think I I've got an account on there, and I and I, I remember yours was on there. I was I was contacted by um, uh, one of the one of the people that's working on that, and uh, they wanted me to go in and sort of like play around with it. So I think maybe they're starting to gear up again and starting to do some development. So I know there's not a lot of uh, 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 internet computer uh, activity going on, uh, but for those on there, it, it may be in the, and who are writers, you know, that might be might be something to look at. Uh, they they seem to be you know, coming up from something. That's great. That's that's the kind of stuff that we love to come together and hear. That and also we are entering this moment where, you know, we're reaching this point in the cycle where people are starting to talk about the everything up happening again. So we should all be aware of that. We should be aware that that one, it, it might be happening, everything up. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, just raise your hand and I'll, I'll clarify. I think you guys all know. But number two is that a lot of times these narratives don't play out the way that people think they will. So we need to be careful. So we may be entering this everything up part of the, the crypto NFT cycle, but we also might be entering an era where everybody thinks everything's going up and then it goes down. So use caution financial advice is what it is always 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 do your own research have fun don't risk more than you can afford to lose and you know like this morning mercedes-benz produced this like this thing that if i'm in a couple communities i got to 
mint a couple of them for free. And I immediately flipped one for 250 bucks, which is like, that's everything up to me, like a free thing for 250 bucks. I don't get those kind of wins all the time, but it's cool when it happens. And I hope that we all start to get more of those. And I should say with the short-term tax, it's actually going to be more like $125. <laughs> all right. Few things I want to point out that just to have them on you guys' radar, I talk about these things just about every time. One is the next issue of Vagabond Magazine is going to be coming out in March. Uh, we are looking for contributors always. We're looking to get your voice heard, to give you a chance. We are focused right now on digital citizenship and what it means to be a digital citizen, which we all are because we're here on this space. So if you have thoughts on that, we would love to see that. We would love to share it. We would love to have you as a part of the VM DAO as well. Uh, that's thing number one I wanted to point out. Thing number two I want to point out is I've been paying attention closely to the Lamina One Network, which is Neil Stevenson, the guy who wrote wrote the book uh, that introduced the word metaverse to the world. Uh, he is the co-founder of the Lamina One blockchain, and they are basically building an interoperable metaverse. I recommend all of you guys look it up, get on there, get on the test net, start playing with it a little bit. It's fun, it's free, and I personally think it's going to be huge. I know metaverse has gone through a whole like down cycle, but it's still a big play. Being able to get online, being able to step into virtual worlds, to hang out with your friends face-to-face, and to do cool things together is something that's coming, and it's actually kind of already here, but not at the level that that most of us would love to see. So check out Lamina One and dig into it and, you know, be on the edge. Like, we don't know if anything will ever happen with it, but if it does, it would be cool if all of us were there right at the beginning. Okay, we've got about eight minutes left. If anybody else has things that they're working on, things they want to share, things that are important to them, please just open your mic and jump up there. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to add a little bit to what you were saying. Um, uh, Lamina One, Neil Stevenson, he wrote Snow Crash, which you didn't mention, which if any of you all have never read it, I strongly recommend reading Snow Crash because a lot of the metaverse and, and Web3 stuff comes out of that. It was a serious pioneer of our of our age and a developer, um, a writer, a developer, and a man who wrote about what we're playing out now got pissed because the corporates came in and tried to make it just like it used to be and said, screw it, I'll help build it myself. Yeah, it's very interesting. I'm actually listening to another one of his uh, books. Um, it's Reamed, um, which uh, goes a little bit more into the intersection of um, you know real-world finance uh, and the gold mining economies of MMOs. Uh, which is something where I think we're going to see some crossover with crypto too. So very interesting to hear him. You know, this is a guy who has thought a lot about things and written a lot about things and um, done a lot of things before other people um, did. And uh, just a show of hands if anybody wants to. Any um, old veteran second lifers in the audience? Anybody remember that? I I remember it, but I never actually uh, played with it. <laughs> I did. Uh, 2009, I was living in Morocco. I had the worst internet connection ever. And um, 
but I was playing with Second Life there, and I, I I loved it. And and actually, Edward, it's funny because you guys have I've mentioned this before, but what brought cryptocurrency to my attention in the first place was Chinese gold farmers in World of Warcraft and a book called Play Money that actually by Julian DeBell. And Play Money actually talked all about that, how real world economies were forming around virtual economies. And that was what put cryptocurrency and blockchain kind of on my radar at the beginning. And it's still a great book. I went back and reread it and it's still an amazing book, although it's going to be really dated in terms of technology now. Um, it'll seem like ancient times, like talking with chat rooms and IRC and things like that. But Julian DeBell's Play Money, you should check that out if you haven't already. Hey, a technical question. Um, does anybody know if you were able to change your wallet? If you're already on, if you got into Lens um, during the beta with one wallet, are you able to change now that they're in a full rollout to another one? Or do you have to start from scratch? Uh, you can actually migrate it. There's an option now on the platform in your settings. Uh, you can change it to the new style of profile, which basically breaks the follower NFTs from the profile NFT. So then when you transfer the profile NFT um, to a new wallet, that new wallet would be the controller, but all the followers get dropped off of that and who you're following. So you have the option now. Yeah, it sounds like I better find my keys for that original wallet. Yeah, you will definitely need the original to to do the signatures for the permissions to change, yeah. Cool, good to know. All right, anybody else? Got notices, notification, things you want to share? I think, uh, CD, it might be fun to do a speed round. Do you have a speed round question? Yes, I have one. What's the Excellent. most influential, influential book you've ever read on your own personal philosophy? You go first, Rihanna. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> that's insanity. What a question. Let's see. Let's see. I know why Cagebird sings. The ones in Future Edward. King. Uh, my answer is The Once in Future King by T.H. White. Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. I would have to say the Bible, but Screw Tape Letters is amazing. Yeah, I say Screw Tape Letters too. Paper works a lot better. That was a joke. I laughed. I'm trying to keep my mic off so my laughter is not spilling through. What was the question? Most influential book that you've read? Most influential on your own personal philosophy. The God Delusion by Richard Hawkins. I would think uh, I'm going to say the emperor, the emperor's new mind by Roger Penrose. That that one blew my mind as a kid. Well, not as a kid, but you know. I'm going to say the Scarlet Letter by Nathaniel Hawthorne, and let you draw your own conclusions as to why. Rihanna, I feel there's a whole storyline there. <laughs> 
I am laughing. <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> we should write something about that. Wouldn't that be amazing? Like that could be a very good writing prompt. Um, so EMGM fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. So, so as editor in chief of Vagabond Magazine, I would like to invite anyone and everyone who would like to submit something where you correlate your life to your book, your ph philosophical book. And so, if I were to do, I know why Cagebird sings, or if CD were to do uh, the Scarlet Letter, or any any of you, the pieces that you chose, the work that you chose, and how that would correlate, we would love to feature that. So. Yeah, please jump on in and you can visit vagabondmagazine.com and there's a place to do submissions right there really easily. Or you can just DM me and say, hey, I was on the space where you invited me to do this and I want to. And so we will set that up and get that going. So yeah, we would love that. So please, definitely. And then we'll talk with Paige Dow and see if we can't get it up on Read Me Books. Amazing. Look at that. And by the way, if you're not in the VM. Uh, Discord, you should get in there. You'll find it in our bio, in the, the Vagabond Magazine bio, and we put it everywhere else, so you should be able to find it. If you can't find it, message us, we'll send it to you. We'll invite you personally if we need to. Well, that's kind of it, you guys. So let's close out in the way that we typically close out, and what that's going to be is everybody who is on the stage, get ready to open your mic, and we're going to close out with an aloha. Send some love and wonder out into the world. Count of three. One, two, three. Hello. 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 Web3 Writers is brought to you by Vagabond Magazine and published on Apple Podcasts through the Substack app. You can find all the episodes on Apple Podcasts or at Vagabond, V-A-G-O-B-O-N-D dot Substack dot com. Our theme music is composed by the amazingly talented Paolo Argento and brought to us courtesy of Pixabay. You can find the link in the show notes.